working even when we don't feel it. He's there moving behind the scenes. So take hold of that for this year, church. That God is in the habit of rehearsing what he has done in the past. And he is still a faithful God and he has us exactly where he wants us to be right now. And so just rejoice and rest in that as well. Knowing that the, the best is yet to come. It's not behind us, but it is before us. So as we come around the word right now, let's just bow our heads and go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we want to thank you that you are a good God. That, Father, even when, Lord, things went just pear-shaped, Lord God, and belly up, Lord, as it were. But God, you were still faithful, Lord God, throughout, Lord, everything that we have experienced and faced. We thank you that you are the God of provision. We thank you that you are the God of healing. We thank you that you are the God of direction, of providence, Lord God. We thank you for all of these things that you are, and more so. And so, Father, I pray that as your people, Father, As we go into another new year, that Lord, that we will look back, Father, with the gift of hindsight and we will just see that your Lord, you have been with us throughout all this time. And Lord, you haven't brought us this far to now see us fail, God. But Lord, you will bring us on and you will bring us the good work that you have begun. You will go on to complete. So Father, we pray now that as we come around your word, As we hear, Father, a simple exhortation from your holy scripture, Father, will you speak to hearts, will you encourage our minds, and will you give us grace for today, Father, and hope for the future. For we ask all these things in your matchless name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now... At the beginning of a new year, people often reflect upon the highlights and the lowlights of the year. And as they do, their thoughts often turn towards New Year's resolutions. Because they may have overindulged a little bit over the Christmas period. And so when it comes to the new year, they think, great, new me. And as you've guessed, at the top of the list, it is to eat healthier, to exercise more, and to perhaps join a gym. And how many of you have already had that conversation with yourselves? Anybody? (laughs) Or is it just me? Now, when I belonged to a gym many moons ago, at the beginning of January, the gym would be absolutely ram-packed. I mean, you couldn't get near a machine. Because everyone is feeling highly motivated and highly charged to get in there. However, give it a couple of weeks and the motivation would seem to wear off. And those in once enthused gym bunnies were now nowhere to be seen. Now, if you can relate, or if it's your goal to get into shape, be it physically or more importantly, spiritually, Then as we stand on the cusp of a brand new year, and as we say farewell to 2022, and as we welcome in 2023, I just want to encourage us with a simple exhortation to simply press in and to press on in him. 
And that's the title for this morning's message. And if you have your Bibles with you, then please come with me. Open up to the book of Philippians. And we're going to read from chapter 3 and verses 10 to 16. And it says this. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of, or let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold, to, hold true to what we have attained. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, as you know, there have been just a few changes over the past year. I mean, Pastor David retired. Colin and the management team stepped up and then Becky and I joined you towards the end of last year. And so to say that there have been a few changes would be somewhat of an understatement. And can I just say as your incoming pastor that Becky and I are so grateful for the great legacy that Pastor David and Carol leave behind. For how Colin and the management team have stepped up. And for how you, the church, have embraced us and welcomed us in. We feel very fortunate and very blessed indeed. And we give God all the thanks for our past. And we continue to look to him for our future. Amen. Now coming back to the apostle. And Paul is writing to the church in Philippi while sitting in a dingy little jail cell. I mean, he is in the most dire of conditions where the only thing that he has, quite possibly, is a hard concrete floor to sleep on and a bucket in the corner for his toilet. I mean, can you imagine the conditions under which he is held? Not good, right? However... His letter to the Philippians astonishingly strikes the note of joy. As we find this word at least five times throughout this little book. Now, how on earth could Paul be so joyful in such a trying situation? Anyone know? Now, if you're ever unsure as to what the answer could be, The answer is always Jesus. Amen. Now, what's the motivation behind pressing on? Well, Paul helps us in that he says, and I love this. He says that I may know 
him. And that's my prayer for us, church, as we go on throughout this year of 2023, that I may know him, that you may know him, and that we together may know him. Amen. Now, to know, it's the Greek word ginosko. And it means a personal knowledge, certainty, or an absolute knowledge of someone or something. It's like this. I know my wife, not because I have read a book on Becky and have discovered her likes and her dislikes. No. I mean, there are times when, when I wish there were such a book. It would make life so much easier for me. But alas, there isn't. But the knowledge that I have of her is far more than just a list of instructions. It is more of a personal and an intimate type of knowledge. And that's what Paul is getting at. That I may know him personally, intimately, tenderly, and all powerfully. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings. Wow. You see, the way of the cross is never an easy road to travel, but rather it is paved with many hardships, many knocks and bumps along the way. However, it is so worth it. Because his rewards, they trump any of our trials and tribulations. They really do. And the promise of our Lord is that in this life you will have trouble. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. Now, to know him was the be-all and the end-all for Paul, both in the good times as well as the bad, which was why Paul was able to remain and rejoice in a stinky little jail cell because he knew that after all was said and done, that he would receive a crown of glory and that he would be with his Lord forever and ever. And that applies to us also. Amen. You see... The more I see him and the more I get to know him, the more my heart yearns for more and more of him. That just as a deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you, Jesus, as we have been singing here this morning. And as David Wilkerson once rightly said, that there is nothing of the flesh that will ever bring us true joy but Christ. Therefore, let us ginosko or know him more. Amen. And the good news is that we can. Because God 
has made himself known to us and knowable to us via his son. I mean, just hit the pause button right there and just reflect upon that for just a moment. That we can know this all-supreme, sovereign being, almighty God. Wow. Sometimes that just washes over us. We hear it, it becomes cliche. And before long, familiarity, it breeds contempt, even within our own hearts. We hear the great, the great doctrines and they just seem to wash over us. And so sometimes it's good just to pause on that, just to linger there for just a moment and to receive a fresh Because the gift of God through his word, it's the gift that keeps on giving, which is why we read year in and year out. Because it doesn't give it all up, all in one hit, but as we chew on it, it's meditative literature. And as we continually read it, ponder, marvel on it, it gives and gives. It's the gift that keeps giving. Now, how can we know God? Well, John 1 tells us, and he says, No one has ever seen God but the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. John 1.18. And the word known here in this context is the term exegemi, from where we get the word exegesis from. Just as a preacher exegetes and expounds upon a text in a sermon, likewise Jesus exegetes and expounds upon the Father and makes him known to us. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Paul goes on in verse 12, and he says, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, But I press on to make it my own. And I love how the NIV renders this verse. Because it puts it a lot more strongly and a lot more closer to the original language. As it reads. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of And the Greek word for take hold of is the term katalambana, which means to seize or to grab hold of with intent and purpose. And it's not just a case of meh, to take it or leave it, but rather it is to take hold of, to grab and to seize that for which Christ has taken a hold of me. Paul goes on. And he says, one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, this verse is 24 karat gold because it keeps us from getting stuck in the past. I mean, consider this. 
that when we've had a bad day and when everything that could have gone wrong goes wrong, this verse tells us to stop ruminating over what's just happened. Fret not, but fix your gaze upon Jesus and press on. Equally, when things have gone exceptionally well, and it has been a good day in the office, as it were, this verse reminds us, give thanks, but now stop reminiscing and basking in the glory, but press on because we haven't arrived just yet. Or to put it another way, if we experience something negative, this verse frees us from ever getting stuck in that mode of stinking thinking of why me, why me, because it encourages us to let go. Alternatively, if we have had a positive experience but subsequently are hankering after the good old glory days, then this verse helps us. Because in the words of Elsa, Disney's Snow Queen, it reminds us to let it go, let it go. And I'm sorry if I've just put that song into your head right about now, but just let it go. Let go of what has happened in 2022, good or bad, and press on to take hold of that for which Christ has taken a hold of you. Amen. Amen. Now, just before Christmas, I was speaking to a fellow evangelist who longs to see revival in the hollow, and I'm all for that. But we both agreed that more than revival, hollow needs Jesus. Because when Jesus comes and when he takes his rightful place here in our midst, revival is inevitable. Amen. It's like what Mike Pilavachi recently said. He said, keep talking about revival. And you are likely to end up with disappointed and disillusioned people. Keep talking about Jesus and you are likely to end up with revival. That our greatest need in the church is more knowledge and more experience of Jesus. Not more hype or a better show. Just Jesus. To which I would say a wholehearted amen. Amen. And so... As we go into 2023, let us settle it in our hearts that we will no longer remain in the shallows, but that we will go deeper in God. Because there is so much more of God to know, and yet we remain in the shallows when he is calling us out into the great ocean, into the great depths of his love and so as we journey throughout this year together in the words of Richard the Bishop of Chichester back in 1253 may we see Christ more clearly love him more dearly and may we follow him more nearly 
Yes, that too. There'll be a whole lot of dancing and joy as well in the Lord, I'm sure. So in the words of the Apostle Paul, may we know him more and may we press in and press on in him. Shall we pray?